You're listening to the Bass Lessons Melbourne podcast, episode 28, Rennie Flexenhaar. How you doing? This is Craig here from Bass Lessons Melbourne and um, this episode of the Player Profile um, interviews is actually coming to you from Berlin. I'm joined by Rennie Flexenhaar. Hey everybody. Who some of you might know from the Bass the World YouTube channel and if you haven't checked that out then you definitely got to go and check that out. Rennie is the uh, voiceless bass demon on that channel <laughs> checking out all this awesome gear. So Rennie, it's really great to meet you. Nice to meet you too man. Thanks for taking the time out to, to take part of this. So maybe just to start off with, you could tell us a little bit about um, how you got started playing playing the bass out here in sure. Berlin. Sure, sure, no, no problem. I think um, I started the bass when I was around 20, so pretty late. Yeah, right. Pretty late uh, somehow, and um, it was... You know, a story like 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 you hear really often before. You know, um, a, a start start with the guitar. Okay. Or it was was not good enough on the guitar at that time, um, but the bass player, but the band was looking for a bass player, so I uh, filled this spot, and recognize uh, after the first two or three years that I really like to play bass. You know, but it, it took some time. You know, first. Yeah. At first it was a little bit okay. It's it's a guitar with four strings and um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but after two or three years, I uh, was really into it. And um, yeah, yeah. And where whereabouts was that? In were you in Berlin at that point? No, no, no. Um, I was born in a small town, 100 kilometers away from here, uh, in the north from okay. Berlin, and um, at this time I was living there, and uh, yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's like like really often. You know, you start a band with some 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 school sure. uh, friends and yeah, some yeah. rock heavy metal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so your influences back then was it rock heavy metal? I mean, stuff? I, I, start, I started the bass really with with uh, with, with bands like Corn, um, Sepultura, Pantera. Um, cool. That was stuff that I was really into at this time. You know, I'm I'm not, I'm not really bass playing wise, uh, just just musical wise. So that mm. it was stuff that I hear at this time. But also, uh, you know, it took some time when when I start with the bass. But uh, after after a few years, uh, I discovered stuff like the Chili Peppers and uh, Jamiroquai, Bob Marley. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Aston Family Member is, is um, this guy's wrote so much great bass lines. I mean, the, the Mali bass lines are so complex. Yeah. I mean, not only um, pattern-wise, but also feeling-wise, you know, it's, a, it's, a, mm. it's something, it's just really special to me. It's, uh, you know, it's almost maybe along the same lines as somebody like Jamerson, in terms of the feel and the, yeah. and the trying to copy that is really, really difficult. Yeah, sure, sure. And thinking about those, those heavy bands like especially maybe bands like Pantera and Korn, they definitely had a kind of groove to them. Sure. You know, I'm wondering if 
because of that, you know, it maybe influenced how you play, it maybe affected how you play bass and that it had that kind of powerful pocket that it's a heavy groove, but it was still a, yeah. it was still a pocket. I mean, what, what, what always was interesting to me on music or what, what always gets me when, when music makes you bounce, right. you know, no matter if it's hip hop or as a jazz or, or heavy metal or new metal or mm. I don't know what, you know, it's, uh, it's always when you have this impact in the band, you know, when every, everything is locking, you know, mm -hmm. maybe not that perfect locking, but, but you're creating this tension with your band members and yeah, make the people bounce around you and the people in the crowd or the people that hear in your cities. That's, that's the stuff that, that really interests me and that really gets me. Mm. Yeah. And were you getting bass lessons? No. No? Not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, as I said before, uh, I started in the age of 20 and um, um, it was, yeah, something like a self-test, you know, <laughs> not really a self-test, but um, I would start playing bass and um, I all, I mean, pretty early in my life, I think around 12 or 13 years, I, I had the idea in mind already that maybe I want to do music in my life, mm. but... Um, At 12, 12 or 13? 12 or 13, yeah, right. but it took another seven years to go to this point, you know, to, to really okay. start start with a band, you know, and all the stuff, because it was always like like an idea, you know, just just something that's somewhere... Like, there I want to be an horizon. astronaut. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty, pretty right. And, um, it's like bass playing astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but 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 uh, I started it, and um, then for sure it was really some years of um, um, yeah, hearing a lot of records, try to transcribe the stuff, uh, watching tons of YouTube videos. Okay. You know. Uh, really so you were lucky enough to start when YouTube was a, yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at this time, YouTube was already a thing, and then <coughs> you you got some 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 videos from Wooten. You know, and that's maybe not the best place to start. Inspirational. Yeah, inspirational. It was really, yeah. it was really to me. Yeah. You know, um, but um, yeah, I was lucky enough at this time to 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 find some stuff on YouTube, and and also a lot of friends are uh, feeding me with some music all the time. You know, man, just hear this, hear this. The bass part is amazing because all they they all know that I start to playing bass, and so they try to 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 give me some some stuff for where that's I can cool. work with. Yeah. And were there any um, particular bass players at that time that you really kind of got stuck into learning? I mean, I think at this time, I mean, what, 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 what I really played uh, a lot was the first three Jamiroquai album, uh, mm. albums. Emergency on Planet Earth, uh, Space Cowboy and Traveling Without Moving. These uh, three albums, I think, I guess uh, Stuart Zender was a bass player. And uh, it's it's amazing to me. You know? Yeah, uh, Flea, okay. for sure. Um, I mean, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was also an album, and the Californication album. Then these two albums, I I, I tried to discover all 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 the stuff he did. Yeah, and um, for sure, as I said, uh, uh, Family Family Man from 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 the Whalers from Mali. Yeah, a little bit of Flea, and and yeah. also the guy. What's his name from from Limbiscuit, the bass player? You know him, Sam. Sam Rivers. Sam Rivers, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, With the um, six-string Warwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the space line. I don't know um, the song. Yeah, crazy hook, man. Of, so good. Um, not on three-dollar bills, y'all. That's the second one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, those guys. So, so always yeah, somehow a mix between groove, rock, rock, funk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I have to say that in, in the last years, the, the, the rock stuff going a little bit beside. Yeah, going a little bit beside. I think generally the more you delve into bass and bass playing in terms of developing and expanding, you're going to move away from the the rock stuff, so to speak. You're going to get more into the jazz and the soul and the, maybe the fusion stuff. Maybe I don't know because um, the thing is, um, um, I just uh, stop listening to to, to, to rock music, uh, not because uh, it's not interesting to mm. me anymore. Stuff like this because there are always bands who are killing for sure. And um, but. Um, the day has just 24 hours, you know, and uh, I don't have that much time each day to listen to music, and there's so much more to discover. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to, I, I can't say that I discovered the whole rock thing, you know, because no. that's, you, you know what I mean, you know, I know what I mean. music yeah, yeah. is that big, you can't discover everything. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, I'm a little bit um, into, yeah, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? Yeah, even, That's good. Um, during the last, last years, I'm, I'm really into uh, African music. Yeah. Especially West African music. Because um, I was down there in uh, West Africa and Senegal and Gambia on tour oh, cool. with a um, Senegalese female uh, hip-hop artist called Sister Fa. And we went there four times on tour. And um, that really the first two I think is eight years ago now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was eight years ago, and um, that was really the first time when I came really in touch with with African music. You know, I mean Dakar, the capital city of Senegal, is 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 such is a hotspot for every kind of art concerning West African art. Okay. Really, because um, it's somehow the gate. The gate to, to the Western world, to, to France, to England, sure. from there to the States or somewhere else. And so you have a lot of artists, a lot of photographers, a lot of musicians, um, a lot of graphic designers, um, 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 in, uh, fashion. Dakar, is that? Yeah, in Dakar? In Dakar. And, and also a lot of musicians. And, and, and you can see there um, nearly every, every, every evening of such amazing bands, you know, and, mm -hmm. and when I when I get the first time in touch with it, when I see a band there, uh, it was a jazz club called Just For You Jazz, Jazz Club, African Music Club, I don't know, and really the first time when I go there and uh, saw the band, it was really, it really amazed me because they also got this bouncing stuff, mm -hmm. you know, it really makes me want, the rhythm, what, right. what, what, but where's the one, yeah. where, where's the one, where's, I don't know, okay, but yeah, it's really okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had a sim similar um, revelation with that, and not that I've been to West Africa, but um, Paul Simon Graceland's album, one of my favorite albums, um, you know, musically and, and bass-wise, and so I kind of wanted to find out more about that style of bass playing, and I found this book. I don't know if you've came across it called mm -hmm. "Secrets of the African Bass." Okay. Okay. Secrets of the African Bass by Alaji Touri, I think. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, a few of my students, I use it, it's, and it's great. It takes you. It's kind of like if you've ever checked out that book, "Funkifying the Clave," Lincoln Goins, the kind of funky Latin one. It's a similar idea in that. Um, it goes, this is the traditional rhythm, yeah. so you maybe got four or five different rhythms, like different clave rhythms you would do. 
and so you memorize the rhythms and then there's like a, a bunch of exercises and bass lines based around those rhythms mm -hmm. and it starts off relatively simple you know whatever mm -hmm. but then it goes into all this kind of nine eight six eight twelve eight yeah, stuff okay. that when you see it written down on paper just looks <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and then so you, ha you really have to just listen to it which is obviously how that music was is learned and how it's passed down it's not written down it's, yeah. it's an oral thing so that was really eye-opening in terms of the African rhythm and, and how deep it went you know yeah. and obviously that's you know had a massive influence on the roots of jazz and blues and, and the western R&B music sense. Sure. so yeah um, so back when you were starting out playing, what, what were you playing on? What kind of bass and stuff did you have? I think the first bass that, uh, I mean, the, really the first bass that I played on was, um, there was in, in, in my hometown was, was a place where you can go to rehearse when you, when you are a band of school friends, you know. Uh, you have uh, there exactly one spot per week, just two or three hours to oh. rehearse there and they had a bass there okay and I used this bass I think the first two years uh, just for two or three hours a week yes no, no shame on me but it, it's wow <laughs> it's, so it's, you were learning in the practice room uh, no just playing you okay know, just playing I mean I have recordings back from back then you know it's it's really it's, it's really funny to hear it you know it's, re <laughs> it's really funny because uh, yeah that's it's, it's so funny and um, and um, but then uh, yeah, I think after two years uh, a friend of mine um, was uh, going to Berlin to buy guitar and he, he already knows a big shop here in Berlin and said man uh, maybe you want to come with us uh, me and my father going down there to buy guitar for me um, so maybe you can buy a bass and uh, I was there with him and buy the Yamaha RBX 360 Ooh. Yeah, I think that's the, 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 the yeah. PJ or PJ PJ okay. PJ, PJ bass, and that that was really the first bass that that I had. That yeah, uh, four string, and I played it for hmm, let's say five years, something like this. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, at this time I didn't know any different. I have no clue what you. <laughs> I really have no clue what 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 what's out there, you know, bass, concerning bass guitars, sure. uh, bass instruments. Yeah. Um, and so when did you move down here to Berlin? Moved to Berlin in uh, 2002. Okay. Um, so then that's 15 years now. Oh, yeah. a long time. Um, yeah, moved to Berlin in 2002 and um, <laughs> the funny thing is that I moved to Berlin um, just because of getting a little bit boring and, and, and my hometown and you know it's a small town in the east of Germany and, and, and cultural wise it's a little bit small town it's a little bit dry land sure you know? <laughs> uh, yeah um, so I was always uh, interested in, in, in going to, to, to Berlin to see some concerts of some famous bands and stuff like this and, and, and one summer I somehow I fell in love with this town yeah because in the winter it's really pain in the ass but in summer it's, it's somehow really beautiful uh, because you have a lot of much life on the streets, you know, mm. a lot of people out there, and uh, somehow I felt in love. So in my head grows the plan. Hey Amen. Let's move to Berlin and start studying bass on, on, on the Berlin Jazz School. Oh, 
Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I went went here. I mean, I moved to Berlin in 2002, and uh, two months later, I, I went to the, to the jazz school. Just that they give me the informations, uh, what they need from me to, or, or what I have to prepare to to, to make, um, how to say, um, entry. Yeah, the entry. And it was a list, and it was really like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because at, at this time I can't read music, you know, right. I don't have a trained ear or stuff like this, you know, it was, uh, I was really, really, really on the beginning, you know, on the start. And so, okay, let's leave this. And uh, <laughs> lucky, uh, lucky enough, I was um, um, two weeks later or three weeks later, three weeks later uh, a friend called me that uh, was already in Berlin, I think since 10 years or something like this, and he built a studio uh, here in Berlin and um, get in touch with a gothic metal band. And they were they, 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 they searching for a bass player at this time. And um, so I got. And they needed somebody cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I get in touch with them, and um, they said, "Yeah, let's let's do it. let's do it." And uh, I mean, I, th I guess it was not about my bass playing; it was a little bit more about my look, because, as I said, they they, they were a gothic metal band, and at this time I had a really long beard, a really really long beard. So this is so longer than much more longer right, than okay. this and really long hair okay. you know? and um, so so Ryan um, so just just um, from 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 the look I was fitting perfectly just paint my my face white perfect <laughs> you know and um, so I went on tour with them so not not quite Berlin jazz school no, 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 no. Just straight, Goth straight, metal band. straight to gothic metal. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you you get an idea how how much I have to discover at this time, you know, because sure. Berlin Jazz School, gothic metal band, is so far away from each other. <laughs> but both both was both an option yeah, for me. You know? Yeah, that's cool. And um, um, so I went on tour with them. And uh, do they have a name? Uh, they, wanna... they they called uh, Kamikaze Fifty Two. Kamikaze. Uh, they split up, I think. Uh, for year, four years until okay. uh, I entered the band, yeah, yeah, yeah I think, and um, yeah, but but they had a deal with a with a with a with a label and the booking agency and stuff like this. I mean, they don't pay me anything for the gigs, but I was on tour, and that uh, was really really good for me because I discovered that <clears throat> it's more or less the thing that I want to do, um, being on tour and uh, being in a studio. Mm. Um, because I also make some recordings, my really, really first recordings when, okay, that's a studio, you have to go there, plug your bass in. Uh, Back when that was still a thing. Yeah, producer and yeah. all the things, you know, it was really, a oh, whole new world has opened up for me. And, but I discovered uh, with this band that that's, that's the stuff that I want to do. Cool. Um, and um, so I'm really happy to, to, to meet these guys and. Um, yeah, we played for three years, stuff like this. Yeah, something like this. Yeah, three years, and then um, came a long period where uh, I played with uh, own projects. Mm, tried to give them a good start, um, not really successful, and um, then came a point where I said, okay, I have to have to cut this and and see that I can 
get some money for my daily living mm. because uh, it was at this time it was pretty hard for me to, to, to make my daily living you know? yeah I, were you, did you have a job or just yeah I'm jobbing from time to time and um, also the social system in Germany um, if you not have a job or if you're not having daily income they, they support you okay but you know it's uh, as a musician or just any no no not, not as a musician as, a, as just, just okay. yeah and um, yeah, before before I start playing music, I, I was uh, uh, I, I did um, I did a regular job, you know, um, and um, so so um, I had a right to, to to contact them, to contact the, the social system that they maybe uh, support me money wise. But it was it was it was was not that lucky time for me uh, at mm. all at this because you know if you. I mean, it's called social system, but somehow I got a feeling that I begging for money, mm. you know, and um, that's really not what I want to do. Um, so I stopped this this um, this this band things and said, okay, I have to do something different, and um, really wasn't sure about it at all. Um, but I started playing jam sessions here in Berlin, mm. not really as. As, uh, as a guy who came into the club and just entered the stage, uh, as every jam session maybe around the planet, you have a jam opener, an opening band. Yeah. And uh, at this time, some of my friends doing this opening stuff in some different clubs here in in, um, in Berlin, and they hired me from some for some jam openings, and I did this just one and a half months of stuff like this, and then I had a lot lot of. Um, new numbers in my pocket yeah and also uh, people getting to know me and uh, another three months later the, the phone starts ringing and you're learning different styles of music yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and improving your ear especially yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean at, at the beginning i did a lot a lot really a lot of, of cover music yeah which was a really good training i think because um yeah, so much styles, mm. so much styles, so much great bass players that you discover. Yeah, or I discovered, and um, yeah, it was was a good training. Um, yeah, so that that from from this on it, it went to uh, more in this direction that I played with original artists, and um, and uh, it moves somehow really away from the cover scene. Mm -hmm. Just, just to, to play in as a sideman with some original artists and, and playing in a studio. So um, not teaching. Yeah. I'm not t teaching. Um, at the moment, I don't do cover gigs at all. Um, just, just, just playing as a sideman, and um, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm, yeah, I'm really happy. That's pretty special. Yeah, it is. It is um, because you know, for me, it's it's always you know, if you if you stay on stage with an artist. Um, this guy trusts you somehow. He trusts mm. you, or she trusts you, um, that that you will support his vision or her vision of 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 music, you know. Mm. And um, which is a big thing, and uh, it's 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 really important to them, and it's really important to me that that, that I can somehow try to f fulfill their their visions, mm -hmm. you know. And um, it's it's. Um, it's still really special to me. Yes, really as they say in Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and as bass players, that's you know we have a lot of yeah. control and power over how, how the music goes. Yeah. But thinking about um, being on stage with an original artist and and supporting them, have you ever found yourself in a position where you've been there 
and you just don't dig what, what they're doing, what it is, but it's a gig. And then you could be back in the same position as playing the cover band thing where it's maybe not exactly what you want to do, but it's paying the bills. Or have you been fortunate enough to kind of most of the original artists have been music that you actually are, are keen on? I mean, I mean, to play music and to hear music is for me it's totally different. Right. And I can have the most fun playing music that I never listened to sure. at home. Um, when you have great hang with the guys and, yeah. and, and the band is great, you know, and, and the vibe is cool. I, I really don't care about the music somehow because I know it will be fun. Mm. Uh, that, that's my experience. It sounds a little bit strange. But, no, but, I understand. I think that's to some extent, you, especially maybe especially as a bass player, as a sideman, you, you have to have that element where you can't, you can't like everything that you do. But um, I can't remember who was talking about it, but there's the three uh, the three things has to check to say yes to the gig it has to be either great music, great hang, great money. Mm -hmm. Two of those things have to do the gig. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, cool. So, um, that transition from playing the, the jam sessions to the, the touring artists in that tight financial period, um, how, do, how, do, how did the the Berlin scene seem then compared to now? Like if you were to come to Berlin now, do you think you could do the same, the same thing? Uh, I think you can, you can, you can do this still today. Yeah. Because I, I've seen this, I've seen this uh, in, 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 in the past four or five years uh, with other bass players, other musicians came to town, really pretty, pretty new. And um, they 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 doing it in 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 a couple of months or stuff like this. Cool. Yeah. Because I know in a lot of cities, the the live music scene really suffers with venues closing down and. and it's and the same here. Scene. Same here, but. It's the same here. Yeah. But you know, if you if you got something to offer, sure. That the people want to have. No question. That will always be the key, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that you know you kind of started playing bass and YouTube was an aid for you and now you're a YouTube star. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm a YouTube star, you know, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so it's uh, you know that interesting it's kind of came come full circle and now you're probably inspiring a younger generation of bass players. I'm sure there's guys out there trying to figure out the latest Rennie Flights and Har riff. You know, you mean, uh, from time to time I get messages from, from people all over the planet who yeah. ask me, man, can, can you give me a lesson about this leak where you played there? And Do you have the tab? <laughs> yeah, or I have a tab, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, this question comes really often. And then, yeah. Um, it, it's amazing, me, but, but I never, never think about it that way, you know, that, um, that somehow the things turn, you know, that, that now I'm, I'm a guy on, on YouTube who plays for other people, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know why, but I don't think about it. Yeah, it's probably best. <laughs> probably best. How did um, how did you get connected with Gregor and the whole base the world thing, and um, what's it been like? Yeah, so some years ago, um, my longtime girlfriend uh, makes the decision to, to to move to another city called Weimar, uh, 300 kilometers away from here in the south of, uh, of Berlin, uh, to to study to 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 make uh, vocal studies. Okay. And uh, we both uh, had a relationship uh, till then, uh, I think till seven years or eight years. And um, 
she made the decision, okay, um, uh, I have to, to, to study vocals because I want to really get down with it. And I really appreciate this decision. So um, I tried to um, visit her um, one time at least every month. Okay, yeah. And so for, for a few days. And so um, I went to Weimar and, and visited my girlfriend and um, met another guy from Berlin there on the street. Um, another bass player from Berlin, and, 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 uh, which I was in touch uh, over years. Uh, I, I never heard, I heard nothing about him. So uh, we figured out that he moved to, to Weimar some years ago. And, and he knows Gregor from Bass the World. And said, uh, yeah, if you, if you now in Weimar from time to time, Gregor, this guy from this online channel, YouTube online channel, based world, uh, he's searching for some 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 demos, some some guys who play in demos for him. And at this time, it was okay. I'm in Weimar, some work is ringing. Why not? Let's 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 try it. And um, uh, he gave me the number of Gregor. I called him. Uh, one day later, I was in the studio, and we had a hang, um, talk played a little bit and then we, we, we did first video and he was pretty happy with it and um, f from that on it turns cool. on, turns on, turns yeah. on. Yeah. And, and now I have to say Gregor really became a close friend of mine. He's mm. such a sweet guy, really, really, really a sweet guy and um, really, really honest and even tells you when we don't like what you're playing, you know, that, which is really great. That's cool, yeah. Uh, and um, and still with the girlfriend? Yes. Oh, yes, still yes. For fourteen years now. Wow, fourteen years. I still, I'm still in love. It's it's it's, it's great. That's awesome. Great. Um, what so what was that first video that you did? Can you remember? Yes, it uh, <laughs> war, It was um, a P base, um, Japan uh, Fender Japan built in Japan P base, a brown one with golden hardware. That's that's the thing that I know from this. Right. Video. Yeah, okay. So, it was in 2012, I think, December 2012. Okay, so five years? It's, yeah, I mean, time passes four, by. Four and a half years, yeah, yeah. Four and a half years, yeah. Any highlights from it? You... Mm, sure, sure, sure. I mean, um, uh, every, every, it's 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 a highlight every time to to, to meet uh, Luthier. Mm. Um, and when 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 they visit Gregor's studio to bring some some instrument there. Okay, and, so uh, all the time you get to meet the, the not, guys. Not all the time. I mean, uh, a lot of the time. A lot of the time they they, they send it via 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 post. Or sure. Stuff, and, um, but from time to time they are there, cool. and it's always great to 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 to, to talk with these people because it's 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 another point of view. You know, it's the mm. same in instrument, but and totally another point of view. Yeah, and it's it's it's, re it's really amazing. And, and also, what's 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 really great um, um, was uh, to travel to the um, base camp, Warwick base camp. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, and with all these great bass players, you mm. know, there and. and, and <coughs> We were there to, to do some videos for for Warwick and um, yeah, and Gregor shoot some videos with with the guys who mm. are there as uh, professors at the base. Yeah, 
what can I say? You know, it was, it was amazing to 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 see these guys really in in real time. Mm. You know, Bakiti Bakita Kumaro, yeah, Bakiti Kumaro, the guy who played on the Graceland Grace record. Yeah. You know, to, to see him there, you know, and and have his music in mind. I mean, his lines in mind. You know, that it's it's, it's really it's Special amazing. Place, yeah, it's it's uh, it was really 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 cool. Yeah, really cool. That that was really a highlight. Also, a highlight was uh, two years ago um, we did a little tour to to the Netherlands to 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 make there some uh, company portraits uh, for Adamovich bases. Mm. I don't know if you know them. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Dichier, Dichier bases. De, oh, de, but the the Dichier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, de, de, okay, Dichier. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Nikola Adamovich is. Uh, Really, really nice guy, and so so into base building. The same with Zander, Zander here. These these both guys. It's great to to, to go to their workspace to their workspace, mm. and it's it's special to me cool. because these guys are having so so such a strong vision of what they're doing, and and and, and try to really go to this vision and to 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 the end, and um, and they're building great instruments. They're really building great instruments. It's I mean, I mean, you get to play. You scroll through the videos, and you just the the range of basses that you've had the chance to play. Yeah. How has your credit card survived? <laughs> you know, just go. You know. Sure, sure, sure. Nothing there that you that you that you kept anything from those videos that you ended up with. Mm, I mean, I never buy the bass. Yeah. Never buy the bass, but. Um, for instance, the guys from 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 Music Box. Mm -hmm. um, the Space Ranger. Space Ranger, sure, sure, and and they also build a, a, a base called Space Cadet. Okay. And I really I really liked it because it's somehow we, we did a demo for it and uh, it's somehow old school sounding, a little short scale. Short scale, short mm -hmm. scale, really really boomy bass, you know, and um, sounds pretty good to me, and uh, I really like the design. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up with them. Okay. And um, dark glass, the dark glass pedals. Um, great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Solid Gold FX. I don't know okay. if you know them. Great stuff. Um, I ended up <coughs> with. Um, first time I get in touch uh, via Base the World with uh, Gully Strings, mm -hmm. um, Italian uh, string factory. Federico. No, he's IQS. Galley strings. I'm not sure who else I can think of that uses galley strings. Do you know? Um, Dino Fiorenza. Fiorenza. Yeah, crazy tapping guy from from Italy. Okay. Who who, who uses a lot of a lot of lot, lot more guys, and um, they they want from based about a string compassion, and so we did the string compassion and um, played the strings and said yes. Really. Like a blind blind test for you, or you knew what was what. Yeah, and I know what was what. Quite used to it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really great because they have um, they have tape ones, they have flat ones, they have nickels, they cool. have stainless steel, you know, and, and yeah. all, all the stuff, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a pretty wide range of mm. strings, and it was really, really, really interesting to mm. me to, to, to get in touch with them, and uh, also <coughs> coated nickels, and, 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 and that's for sure, that's that's strings that I use the most from them, coated nickels, because um, you. I used them for two months or something like this on, on every base, and then 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 I uh, need a new set. But um, for these two months, they are really Great. solid. Yeah, uh, really working horses. And you've got the Zandberg. Yeah, Zandberg. 
How did you how did you come by that? Um, actually, the first Sandberg, um, I um, the first Sandberg um, I was uh, buying in a in a, in a, in a normal store. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a black one, a five string jazz bass from them, California series. And then um, I was a little bit more in, into the, the, the P bass style sound, you know. Uh, I don't know why it changed, but but somehow uh, I'm now till now I'm a little bit more interested in, in P basses. So uh, I got the idea in mind maybe it would would be great to, to have five string for them just P bass. And so I get in touch with the artist relation manager. And um, it was really easy, you know. I just uh, put down mail with a list um, with the artists I play with. Uh, what's the tour dates for the next year? Sure. What's the releases and what what kind of videos are on the yeah, way? Yeah. You know, stuff like this. And then they said, no problem. Let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, Zampak is, is 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 a really cool company. Mm. It's a really cool company. I really like it. You know, because um, I buy the first one in the shop um, uh, because uh, I was take a look around me to all the bass players that I know that I like, um, especially here in Germany or, mm. or, or in Europe, which are which are a lot on tour, and take a look on them what what they play. And at this time, a lot of them using Sandberg uh, mm. instruments instruments. And so I tried tried one or two bases and make the decision. Okay, let's yeah. let's buy one, and then luckily I, I got the endorsement deal with them. Nice, yeah, really nice. So what what are the specs on this? What is it? <laughs> it's five strings. It's five strings. Uh, P P uh, humbug, you know I'm really bad at this. You know, <laughs> if you ask me what kind of wood on, I don't know, man. I really, I really don't okay. care. You know, I just plug it in, and if it sounds, it sounds. If it's not, not. That's that, that's the sure. thing. I, I never, never try to discover why it sounds. <laughs> Shame on me, but it is. No, it is. <laughs> if it works, it works. Cool. Sorry, Sandberg. <laughs> Great bass, but I don't know what it is. And, um, <laughs> amp, amp wise, what do you use? Um, Honestly, in the, in the last years, no amps. Just hired or just in years? Just in years. Nice. Just in years, no amps. And um, uh, at, at, at the beginning, it was a little bit strange to have this kind of studio vibe mm. on a live stage. Um, Miss some energy? No, 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 no. no. I think it, maybe maybe in the first in the first months, but sure. um, somehow it. it it makes the situation for me a little bit more easier, you know, but I think, I guess every one of us knows the situation when you come to a venue and the venue sounds really boomy and, you know, you, the drama hit in the snare and you hear two or three snares, <laughs> yeah. you know, the same with the bass, you know, um, uh, bass waves, you know, that's standing yeah. in a room, you know, and, and stuff like this. And, and that's things that doesn't happen for me or doesn't, doesn't affect me anymore mm -hmm. when I'm using in-ears. And that's that's really great for me. Also, it's um, it's it's like playing in the studio, as I said. Um, so so you, for me, it's 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 a little bit more. I can be a little bit more on the spot somehow because I hear a more focused. I hear more focused. Yeah, that's good. That's 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 really great. And I can. Do you uh, have um, do you have a preamp or anything that you run through to get? Uh, honestly, I just run <coughs> run to the just run to the microtube star class. 
Right. And um, which is not a preamp, it's, it's an overdrive pedal, but or, or a distortion pedal, but um, I just use it with the distortion level really, really down, the overdrive really down. And so it, it, it adds some, some overtones, some, 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 some harmonics. Does it have, is it a valve? Is it a valve pedal? No, no, no. no. Okay. No, no, no. Um, and uh, that's all. That's all because I, I um, talked a lot with the, with the, with the front of house technicians. Mm. What they're doing with my bass sound? If 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 they want me to 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 to, to compress it or mm -hmm. to cue it or I don't know what to 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 to, to do preamp uh, um, in in my uh, signal chain, and they said you know. The most time we just do a little bit of compression, maybe a little bit of low cut, and that's all. And so I said, okay, if they just do and live with it, I don't have to add anything else. Sure. If they can handle it, if they are, if they are cool with it, great. And you know, when you also imagine the signal chain, you know, when 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 you're staying on stage with the bass amp, mm -hmm. and um, maybe you have a microphone there, maybe you have also a DI signal. Yeah, um, okay, a signal chain, right. Um, mm. when, when, when you're standing on stage and you have a mic on, on your amp and maybe the, the front of house technician uses also the iBox and makes something like a mix out of it, it goes such a long way mm -hmm. till the mixing desk. Mm -hmm. And then, even on the mixing desk, the guy, the front of house technician, has to form the sound that it fits into the venue somehow, mm -hmm. because every venue is different. No matter if you're using all the time the same bass and the same amp with the same levels, yeah. it will always sound different. You always have to cut or you have to boost something. Sure. Which means um, to me that no matter which signal I give him, he will transform it. Exactly, yeah. So, um, so the amp doesn't really matter. To me. It's, it's an expensive monitor. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I li I, li I really like it to, and, and still love it to, to to play small gigs, you know, small club gigs to two hundred people or something like this, hundred to two hundred people. Do you, do you miss doing that round town? Hmm? Do you miss not playing those gigs so much round town? Oh, sorry, I don't understand the question. Um, like the the club gigs, mm -hmm. do you miss playing them? Like, do you wish you played more of those gigs in Berlin? If you're playing more touring, no, 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 no. From time to time, I, I still you do. Still do. Okay. Still doing the club gigs, and it's it's always fun, and I think I will ever do. Uh, always, always, always do them uh, till mm -hmm. I end my my bass playing career or whatever. Um, because it's always fun to, to, to stay on stage with a bass amp, but in small venues. In bigger venues, for me, it's always difficult with a bass amp. I mean, there are lots of people who handle it in a different way, and um, if they're down with it, cool. But for me, it's, somehow it's easier, you know? Sure, yeah. So, what's, what's next? What are you doing just now, and what's coming up? Mm, I mean, next, is, uh, next week I will do a couple of concerts with... Uh, with a um, German major artist called Yvonne Katterfeld, but uh, there I just do as a uh, just subbing, and just to do in the bass part there as a sub. And also um, I will do a couple of gigs, festival gigs with a German major act called Namika. It's uh, some kind of pop hip hop stuff. Uh, she's a female rapper singer. Okay. And so do you do some key bass? Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. 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 Yes, it's a, it's a, key, uh, a key base. It's, it's it's a big part of my job. I mm. think nearly fifty percent now. Right. Life. Is uh, that cool? Do you like that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I really like it because, um, 
it's a whole new world. Mm. It's 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 totally different. It's another instrument. You're still playing bass, but it's another instrument, and it gives you really really new options. You know, yeah. just things. Just one bass note rings for ever. Forever. <laughs> yeah, well, 16 bars or 32 bars or something like this, you know? Yeah. Stuff like this, you know? Uh, imagine um, the trouble that you have when you have to do this with a normal bass, you know? How much effect stuff you need and to, 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 to make bass yeah. constant over 16 bars or something like this, you know? Just one note. And um, yeah, also um, also to create some, some crazy synth, you mm -hmm. know? That, I mean, not so long ago, uh, Skrillex came up and all the dubstep uh, guys with all the wobble basses and, and, and uh, for me it's easier to, to, to create wobble basses and stuff like this with a real synth instead of a pedal, Yeah. somehow. Yeah. And Do you use much pedals? Um, there was a time where I really was into pedals Yeah. and um, I tried to, 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 to have a small pedal set up right now with me, just five pedals. Yeah. And, um, but I still like pedals, for sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, and I will, I will always, because you know how it is, you never stop learning, you know, they always, there's come a new company on the scene and then they build and create, they're creating so many yeah. amazing things, you know. And, and, you know, doing the base of the world stuff, you're one of the first guys to know about it a lot of the time. <laughs> you're one of the first guys to know about these new products. Through yeah, maybe, the, maybe. Sport, maybe. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, cool, man. Well, time-wise, we probably got to wrap it up there. Yeah, okay. But um, thanks, Great. man. That was great. Guys. guys, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.